What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, how are you doing this week? Oh, man, doing good, doing good. Last week, let me tell y'all, last week we dropped a lot of things late. That was my fault because, like, I was dealing with my girlfriend being sick. But this week, we're going to be on time, baby. So make sure you check out the running back that just dropped. We reviewed seven. That's finally out. And then we're going to put out the poll for the new running back tomorrow. So y'all might not get it this week. Y'all might get it next. But still, we're going to put the poll out. Y'all look for that. Check out the latest running back. But I'm excited, man. We're in the age of peacemaker. I look forward to that each and every week. Like, me and my girl, Curse, watches it with me. She's into the show. So we literally sit down and watch it. If not Thursday, we try to get it Friday nights when we're off. So, like, I love that show. It's it's the best superhero show since Watchmen. I owe up. Since Watchmen in the boys, I, I don't want to because let me let me stop. It's the best superhero show since the boys, because I got to give the boys credit. The boys and Watchmen have, are the best superheroes of all show of all time. But I think Peacemaker's third on that list. Easy, easy. Uh, all right. Um, you know, we'll still see how it goes as it, as it continues. I, I haven't been watching it with my girlfriend, per se. She did watch a little bit. Well, she, she was in the room when I was watching it for this week's episode, the fourth episode. And she definitely turned her head when Vigilante went up there and was talking to the to the Bro. aliens. Bro, uh, that no. was we're gonna let me please let's save it because that was a moment. Like we gonna talk about Vigilante. We're gonna talk about Vigilante, bro. That was the greatest burn diss I've ever heard in my life. Like when he said one of the things, my I literally gasped. Me and Curse gasped out loud. I was like, wait, did he just say did they just? Did they really right, just I'll, say I'll that? Because I want to know which one thing you gasped for, <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so uh, other than that, we'll talk to the book of Boba Fett, which you know, this is not people are hating on, bro. That we'll hate on Book of Boba Fett. People be hating on, but yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's absolutely great. The Discord doesn't fuck with Book of Boba. Like niggas not now, fucking with Book of Boba right now. This episode did have something that is a little, it's a contentious argument, but like still, <laughs> whatever. I mean, like the show's pretty balling. I mean, you're gonna write a rancor in two episodes. I swear. <laughs> <It's awesome. laughs> and then we gotta talk about DC because ooh, I got I it's not on the notes, but I got some rumors for you. It's hot off the press. All right, that sounds good. Uh, and our, we're probably going to talk the at least the season opener of Euphoria. That's yeah. Awesome. I, oh, that, okay. I can do the episode two if you saw it. It's up to you. Do not. Okay. Well, then, yeah, we can talk the season opener of Euphoria. That's cool. Too much football. Yeah, fo- football stopped me from watching the Macbeth movie. Oh, okay, that's true. I did watch that, and I actually didn't watch it all the way because I was so bored. Oh, it wasn't good. It's good. It's great. It's just boring because it's a Shakespeare play. Is mm-hmm. word for word every single thing is black and white so it's just like there's nothing that ever pops on the screen mm, okay so well i'll watch it this acting week. really good it's just shakespeare play i'll watch you it this week to talk see about a live it. shakespeare play yeah i, I was i was in a shakespeare play <laughs> you I forget i was a theater actor. <laughs> no i know i shakespeare was never the plays i enjoyed doing unless like unless like you're the main guy like uh i was the main guy in king lear so that shit was fire. Yeah. But like when it's I in Hamlet, the one story I, I couldn't tell you what happened with. Oh, it's it's uh, King Lear is basically like a bunch of betrayal. It's it's succession. Succession is King Lear. That's layers. Yeah, succession is King Lear. So and uh, I was basically Logan Roy, <laughs> essentially. I have a funny thing. Now that you mentioned succession, for the for the first time, you know, I've been trying to you know, watch all these movies that I should have been watching for a long time. Watch Pride and Prejudice. 
I don't think I've ever seen that still. I, I my girlfriend that. says that she had seen like seven, 20 times. I'm sure, like, I'm sure Curse has seen that too. I'm, I am not interested in seeing that type of movie. Like, isn't that just like a, a, a love? Like, it's Bridgerton. It's, oh, okay. It's pretty much the same exact premise. But um, we're a little woman. Mm. But except in Victorian England, but I've, uh, I've seen Little Woman for sure. But Tom from Succession plays the main love interest in Pride and Prejudice. Uh, yeah, and I was uh, like, I can't believe Keira Knightley's out here trying to get Tom. Are you serious? <laughs> Tom, that's funny. I didn't know that. That's hilarious. Um, I what other? I'm trying to see if I saw any movies recently. Oh, I watched The Born Identity. That was dope. Matt Damon's the man. Oh, I know. I'm gonna watch the talented Mr. Ripley this week. I'm kind of like on a Matt Damon bender a little bit. I've been I've been trying to catch up on TV. Um, I'm I got stuck with our archive 81. I didn't pay attention too hard in the first episode, so I had to rewatch. So like I'm getting through that, but I did watch all of Righteous Gemstones season one. Nice. Okay. So, so you gonna start season. So you're gonna start season. Soon. Okay. Well then, boom. We could talk about it because I actually watched part of season one. Didn't finish. And now me and Curtis are finishing season one. I'll be done this week. So I'll be on it's, season two this week. It's pretty hilarious. Oh, it's great. Like it's straight up. It, and the funny thing is, I don't know if Adam Devine in, um, in um, McBride are the funniest ones. I think it might be the sister. The sister is really funny. The sister is hilarious. Like the sister and her husband, the nose job guy, bro. Yeah. They, they are like, and I think it's because me and Curtis were talking about this. I think it's because like, we know what to expect from Danny McBride and from Adam Devine. Well, I, and and I, she was just love, such a new face. She was fresh. I love Walter Goggins, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think his character is hilarious and his wife. <laughs> yeah, they are. And then, then the heroin addict preacher from uh, Shameless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he will forever be known as that. And Chris was telling me, he was, he was like, he's been in other stuff. Like, he's not just that guy. And I'm like, uh, I don't know that guy. I'm pretty sure I know that guy just as the shameless heroin addict from Fiona. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what that guy else is. That, that, what else that guy's in? But I feel you on watching TV. I've definitely been watching some things. Yeah, and I watched it. You know, we're not going to talk about it later, so I'll just mention it now. I didn't watch How I Met Your Father. Oh, you did? Okay. Is it good? No. It's awful? No, it, it, it's boring. Damn. Did you watch and all like, of it? I want the first two episodes, yeah. All mm. of it. You think it could get better? Because people are saying how I met your father started off slow. Right, yeah. Um it could be. I mean, it's just like it's nothing new. Mm. Nothing it's nothing different. Mm. Same old. Okay. Damn. See, I need to watch Abbott Elementary because I hear that's fresh. Certified. Mm-hmm. It's it's the office, but it is cool. Okay. Well, I I need a show like that. I could get behind that. At least like yeah, it's like I, I like it. I watch every elementary week. Okay. Well, then I'm like I'm getting on that for sure because I need a new Parks and Rec office style show. But I saw the trailer. I meant to tell you this, and I, I don't know if you have this on the the trailers list, but I saw the trailer for that Sean William Scott Aya Cash. Yeah, yeah, Flash. Yeah. It, it looks great. Like that show it looks does. great. <laughs> I was watching. It looks like it, American Letter football. Kenny. Yep. American yeah. Letter Kenny mixed with like some office shit. I love that. It looked great. So I, yeah, I didn't mention that on our trailers, but we did see that, and it was it does look pretty good. So we played all yeah, during and, football and, Saturday. And like we mentioned on last week's episode, if you didn't hear it, that show Flash when it comes out in March, the entire season or the entire half of the season is going to get released on the premiere day. 
Oh, Hulu. nice, nice. So okay, so I'm watching like that season. Cool, that's what's up. Because I'm I'm interested in Flash. That is for sure. But um, without any further ado, let's go ahead and get started. We got a lot to talk about. First thing, we got to start with Star Wars. If there's a Star Wars news, and there's some great Star Wars news, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead signed on for a role in the upcoming Ahsoka Tano live action series. No details on her role, but having an actress of her caliber is huge for this series. Yeah, that's big. Like, I know she's not going to be Sabine, but like, oh, that would have been great. But like, hopefully she's like a villain, like an antagonist they have to fight. Well, like, yeah, I, I mean, if, if I could see like an Empire Remnant commander, she has that kind of look. Something like where they she just like badass bounty hunter. That's what I, that's what I was thinking. Like a bounty hunter, maybe even like a maybe a force user, maybe maybe I, like I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. We said the same thing about the other actress that got cast recently. We were like, you know, this could be our antagonist, could be a force user. There's got to be a force user that's out there. I don't think she's gonna be an alien though. I'll say that. Like you're not casting Mary Elizabeth Wanstead no. to put her in CGI and make her an alien. Some people are saying that she could be a droid voice. I'm like, eh. not now that maybe, but I just don't know if her voice is like when they cast people for droid voices. You they make sure you know who the voice is. Like people know yeah, Alan like, Tudyk. People know a Pat Oswalt. Like people know well, and like the guy from uh, from what we do in the shadows for the Boba Fett series. Like I know that that's him. I yeah, can, I can hear it for sure. And so, like, I just don't know. When you cast Mary Elizabeth Watson, you want to see her face and her voice. So that's why yeah. I'm thinking she's she and, she's gonna be the adversary. Star Wars role, right? From what? From her man's. Who's her man's? Ewan McGregor. Oh, are they dating? They got a kid. They got a kid. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Crazy. Good for her. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm rocking with them. Yeah. So the Star Wars couple bring bring her into the universe. She hasn't really fully enveloped in to dc yet so although like i'm sure bro oh when we we got we got to talk because like when i tell you what these rumors are hidden for you're gonna be we're like, in the what? dc section now bro i got nothing more on, on that so much hinges on flash movie it's not even funny like oh, if wow. that movie's not good i don't know what they're gonna do so apparently like peacemaker is gonna make an appearance a character from peacemaker is gonna make an appearance in black adam peacemaker that is like they have plans for him in the suicide squad going forward apparently hardcore is going to be in black adam recruiting somebody at the end of the movie makes sense apparently they're going to have some peacemaker stuff going on in the in bad girl and apparently all of this stuff hinges on if flash is successful so they're like they're really going with james gunn stuff leading this universe right now yeah so pretty much peacemaker and the suicide squad are, are heading off this universe and flash has got to connect it all Yep, and like to get us into this universe and get it to where we can have a Justice League to like take on Peacemaker or JSA to take on Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad. Or they may, it's either going to be the JSA versus Peacemaker and Suicide Squad because they don't want to do the Justice League, but they they might do something like that's like the bottom. Or would they think if not that they may do the Suicide Squad comic that's going on right now where Peacemaker starts a rogue Suicide Squad and he fights Amanda Waller's new Suicide Squad. That that's would be that, <laughs> oh, that's happening. And, and, Amanda, and Amanda Waller's daughter is going to hit it. I, her Adebayo and, and John, like I could see that. Like, and, and either way, I'm interested in all of that. But the crazy thing is it all relies on Flash being good and like 
you know, a lot of pictures came out for Batgirl. It looks really, I'm, I'm actually excited for Batgirl. Apparently, Dylan O'Brien is all but cast as Nightwing. All right. I'll take it it too. And apparently he's going to make an appearance in that. Then they're going to give him a Nightwing movie. So like, we'll see about all that. But like, I feel like you could cast someone better if I'm honest. Mm -hmm. It's like, I feel like, I feel like even Brendan Thwaites plays Dick Grayson a little bit better than I think Dylan O'Brien might. I like D.O.B. though. I I like American Assassin. But but I guess I haven't seen American Assassin yet. Cause like every movie I've seen him in, he's always kind of like, yeah. Oh, so wait, you never saw American Assassin yet? No. That's him and Michael Keaton. So that's like Batman and Nightwing. <laughs> okay. Like he's in there. Like Michael Keaton it trains him and he's like this assassin who sees his wife die. He's kind of Punisher, but instead of being like a rogue, he works for the government and his job is to take down a former assassin who was in the program that he was okay, in. Okay, well, I, I got to see how he can do in that to think about Nightwing. But I mean, I just even think of the Dick Grayson role. I just can't see him like being like... I think Tarn so, Edgerton would have been a cool... Like, there's a lot of people I would have put in Dick Grayson before D.O.B., but I'm not mad at D.O.B. Like, I just can't see... I don't know. I like Dylan O'Brien a lot, so I can't knock on him too much. I'm not He's a really great actor, so... But it's not cast yet. Another thing that they're talking about, Caleb McLaughlin for Static. Is he old enough yet? I guess he'd be perfect to grow into it. He's got to be old enough. He's driving now. Okay. okay. I saw him him sitting in a car smoking a blunt. Or Let me not put his that man business out there on the street. Let me not not do it like that. He was in his car doing some nefarious... Let me not even say nefarious. Some interesting things for the Stranger Things actor. I know Disney saw that and was like, well, you can't be Miles Morales. (laughs) Well, I mean, my my whole thing about that is like, is there any other young black actor? Because I feel like he just gets cast for everything. It's young black actor. Well, uh, like there's Miles Brown, but he's probably going to be uh, Miles Morales. But they're looking at maybe Jaden Smith as Miles Morales, too, which I think is uh, uh, interesting. That's an interesting choice, man. You like, holy crap. But Caleb McLaughlin, I'm not mad at that. I think he can he could pull it off. But like you said, are, are, is there anyone else out there? Like, you know, I'd have been interested in that. Um, now, let's talk about this Batman stuff, because I I watched the clip. I shouldn't have watched it. But I, I was anything I that, that don't watch it. Don't it. But it's basically the scene in the trailer. They show you up until Gil Colson arrives on that car. The bomb scene in the church yeah. where where's Bruce Wayne talking to a black lady. They showed us that scene. Schubert, this movie's going to be incredible. This movie's going to be fucking incredible. That just that clip that was released, I was like, "Oh shit." And see, I, I have a I have a conspiracy theory that these Marvel shills out here on TikTok are complaining about the runtime to already give detracting points away from the movie. Fuck that. I want a 3-hour Batman. They said there's a 4-hour cut. Matt Reeves, give it to me. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I was going to come on here and I was going to say, you know, 247 runtime, that credits. That's it's 255. Old, old I, thought, I thought it was 255. That's, two, that's with credits. Okay, okay. So 247 without. Oh, that's The Dark Knight Returns then. That's the exactly. same amount of time. Exactly. So it's just like, this is about as long as a Batman movie should be. You know, we're telling an epic tale here. We're not, you know, Trying to get it in now real quick. Matt Reeves says he wants it to be the greatest detective film ever. Like, dude said he was like, Schubert, you know, I went and watched some old movies. I was shocked. He 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 based it off a bunch of the old detective movies I watched, like The Long Goodbye, freaking, um, the oh, God, I can't believe I'm breaking on this movie right now. Yeah, I remember seeing that, uh, that report I, I, that Matt Reeves I, was basing it on, like, Seven and... Yep, uh, uh, the, 
freaking uh, Chinatown. Chinatown. There's another one. Uh, it's with it's with the man from the uh, Hunger Games, who's the white haired guy. I can't think of his name right now. I'm gonna get it. Yeah, Sutherland. Yeah. With the, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm gonna find it. But yeah, this movie I'm excited for, man. In the in the soundtrack. The theme yeah, that was that was the other thing I was gonna say is that they released the theme, which was I mean already was in the the trailer, um, but it's like that dun 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 dun. People put you know it. I mean? like, people took it for on TikTok and put it behind uh, put it behind Batman Mask of the Phantasm, and I was like, wow, this is crazy. This works really well. Oh, the movie's Clute with Donald Sutherland. It's Clute, yeah, and and Clute. I see can be a big inspiration for this movie because Clute takes Donald Sutherland and an actress who I, I don't, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know her name. And it's basically like how this cat man, cat woman, Batman type situation. Cause it's Donald Sutherland and the woman solving the mystery together. Clute's a really good movie. It, it was on HBO max. I don't think it is anymore, but uh, when I saw Clute uh, freaking seven in, in, uh, the movie you hate, Chinatown. I was like, oh, this, is gonna be- <laughs> this movie's gonna be incredible. But yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about it. Runtime means nothing in the case for the. Batman. I just, I just need to stop watching things they release. I'm just gonna be honest. I'm not gonna watch anything else. I need to stop. But if they do, if they keep doing clips, oh, I saw how John Turturro looked too. He looked badass. <laughs> Yeah, that's Falcone. See, I need, I just need to stop. I need to stop. But I keep getting notifications every time something happens. It's just, it's a vicious cycle we live in. Um, but to transition with John Turturro, we'll talk about some of uh, our trailers. Let's start with Severance. Did you watch the Severance trailer? I did not. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> is, it, is it good? It? <laughs> Apple, Apple TV, original show. It's got okay. Adam Scott, John Turturro. Is it comedy? Uh, Chris, no. Christopher oh, Walken. Um. Arquette, the what the other Arquette was it? Patricia or David? Patricia, Patricia Arquette. A lot of other actors that you'll recognize, but it's like Adam Scott works at this office and he goes on the severance program, which completely detaches him from his own life. Pretty much like if your office was like, okay, well, you know, you pretty much have to sell your your whole life to us, and you're never going to remember anything about your other life, but then you'll have some time to go live that other life and you won't remember anything about your office life. This so looks like, you know, this is filmed pretty crazy. Like I'm looking at this trailer right now. It's, it's eerie and creepy. I could see Adam Scott transitioning to this kind of how Steve Carell's in his drama stage right now, but Steve Carell's kind of like the leading man that people feel bad for. He's like, kind of like the good figure unless he's playing like a villain, but it's like a, not, not a, not a full skis bag, but like a funny skis bag. Because I mean, it was like uh, how we played in Foxcatcher or whatever, the, the weirdo. But Adam Scott looks like he plays the creepy lead perfectly. Yeah. Uh, I hope, I'm hoping this gets him rolling for maybe like getting into some like thriller movies. Mm, he could do it. This looks great. Okay. Severance. I'm into it. Yeah. That's Patricia Arquette for sure. Yeah. Um, the next one we'll talk about, you know, HBO Max again. Did you see Our Flag Means Death? I did see Our Flag Means Death. There's it's another like, comedy. Yeah, it looked, it looked okay. It didn't look bad. It, it, it's got a long way to go. I mean, you know, if it's got to meet up with the standards of, of the other HBO Max comedies. But. It's Taika, so I thought you were going to be hype. I, I do like the main guy. 
Like his voice is very like recognizable. I, he's like he's done a bunch he's of voices from Jumanji. He, yeah, he's that's what it is. That's what I know him. He's that main CP. Yeah, the main CP, the main RPG character in the beginning. That welcome to Jumanji. I thought he was on Family Guy, but it's that you're one of the. His voice might be on Family Guy. I think his voice is on Family Guy, but. Yeah, it looked it looked interesting. I wasn't mad at it, but like you said, they they got a long way to go before convincing me that I need to watch this. But it might be like what we do in the shadows, where it takes a little bit. I, I believe it. I mean, I think they got a good little cast on it. Nick, if you looked at all the the crew, I mean, it was just like a who's who of of funny side people characters and really good shows, like you know from Game of Thrones or I can't remember everyone who was in there, but you know they There's were recognizable bunch. faces for sure. So I think it'll be pretty good. No, I agree. I agree. I can be into this. Taika um, with TV too. So then the short little bit we got of the boys animated show, Diabolical. Oh, that looks great. The 30 seconds of the baby with the laser eyes. That looks great. I'm excited for that. I think the boys are doing doing the damn thing. I think the animation choice is very interesting that they went yeah. with like this Looney Tunes Kitty. style. Yeah, Looney Tunes, you know, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Dr. Seuss. But then they have the heads exploding like, bro, you the can't dog sh- looking at its balls. Like, you can't show this to a kid, bro. Like, I, like this is this animation style makes you think like, oh, this is kid friendly. It is not like not at all. No, no, I'm never. <laughs> I'm definitely wondering what the kind of stories are going to be told on this show for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, like, isn't it kind of in thought? Isn't it like where each episode's different? I think so. That I think. If so, if so, I'm wondering if the animation changes. Oh, that'd that, be good. Like, that would be interesting. That because this is like about the baby. Like, this baby, so it is kitty, and like what? Ah, uh, that's a good call. I could see that happening. If so, it's anthology, I could definitely do, see that happening. Yeah, I have to do a little bit more research looking back on that, but. Either way, I'm good with what they've showed us. So, but let's go to the big trailer of the week. Came out the, you know, right after we record, pretty much. Yeah, I said um, it. I said it was dropping Monday. Like, yeah, uh, Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. It looks, it looks good. Fire. It looks it looks good, man. I'm not mad at it. It looks like it's going to be a good Marvel. It's more TV interesting show. than Hawkeye. It does. Looks more interesting than a lot of those shows. Looks more interesting than some of those movies, like. I think it's interesting that they made Oscar Isaac have a British accent when he's not British. I think that's just interesting. But now I, I did watch the Eternals this week. So now I understand how Eternals makes into this sort of with like with Dane Whitman. Yeah. And um, Blade. Blade. Yeah, no, that's the interesting. So that kind of makes me hype about this. I want to also tie in it all. Oh, no, it definitely will. I also wonder. Like how, end, yeah, end season. yeah. It, it definitely will. Like whether we see Jon Snow or, or Mahershala, I think we're going to see somebody. And yeah. uh, I, or Dracula, we may see Dracula, which then hints at them to either way, something we're going to see. But I wonder if his British accent is one of his personalities. And then because Mark Spector and Moon Knight has three different personalities. So, like, I wonder if we're going to see the three different sides of Oscar Isaac. And then uh, we got to see Conchu in Thanks, there. Yeah. We got to see Ethan Hawke. So, like, I'm interested in this. Also got to give him credit. They did the white eyes. Yeah. I mean, that, that trailer to me didn't feel like a Marvel show. Mm. It felt like a it felt like a DC or Amazon show. It did. It felt like, it felt like you know even Netflix in a sense. Like it, it, you know, it felt like <sighs> dark Disney. Yeah, it felt dark, felt gritty. Yeah, it it did. Like, I wish that man would like, do the white eyes, man. Horror, definitely. And I'm it, like just the conchu shit coming at him. All of that was interesting. Yeah. So I'm I'm into Moon Knight. 
We're definitely going to be reviewing it. I have no hate or slander for that. This is kind of, there's two sides of the MCU that I'm super interested in. And it's not the cosmic side and it's not the multiversal side. It's none of that shit. I'm interested in street level DC Marvel, which is Daredevil and what they're going to do with Kingpin in New York. And I'm interested in the supernatural Dane Whitman, Jon Snow, uh, Moon Knight, Blade side of Marvel. Those are the two things I'm interested in with Marvel right now. And I cannot wait. I hope they give us a, a, a Dane Whitman, Blade, Moon Knight, Doctor Strange, maybe team. If not Doctor Strange, maybe put John Bernthal's Punisher in there. Like, cause that's yeah. Midnight Suns and in that Marvel Knights. I would love that. You know, for as much as the Avengers was so cosmic before, maybe it'd be better if they did something a little bit more grounded. But see, I think I think they're gonna next phase. I think they're waiting to bring Avengers back. Like, I think this is they're gonna give us this street level shit, this cosmic multiversal shit, which will probably be the multiversal Illuminati, if I had to guess, which will be like all the different like leaders representing the multiverse to keep it safe. And then I think they're gonna give us Midnight Suns, which will be like this dark team that's doing weird shit fighting dracula and werewolves yeah especially since werewolf by night is something that they're working on too yeah and then we have to you know kind of resettle who's going to be in the group moving forward because we'll have like fantastic four getting added and you know x-men larson wants out so they'll probably find something new captain marvel and who's going to be a part of the guardians now and adam warlock and the eternals and so all kind of shit so yeah no for sure so we gotta wait and see so we'll see how all that happens. But to, that's going to be in March, Moon Knight. Uh, Diabolical will be March 4th on Amazon Prime. And Severance will come out in a little less than a month, February 18th. Nice. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, getting into some of the stories, after we talk about Moon Knight, we must talk about how Gaspar Ellie, the French actor slated to appear in Moon Knight, died in a skiing accident. He was supposed to play a character that was going to carry over. Mm. Yeah, was he supposed to play a villain? I have to look up and see what it was in fact, but when I heard that happen, they were like, yeah, his character was supposed to be important. And I was like, oh. Damn, I feel for the guy getting his big break and just passing away, man. That's crazy. So rest in peace to him. Anton Mogart, the Midnight Man. Yeah, I think that's like one of Moon Knight's like big foes. Okay. So, like, yeah. re- rest in peace to that guy. So, and also know. Regina King's son. Yeah, bro. I was talking to Kirst about that. That's on his birthday, too, man. Yeah. Oh, geez. If you yeah. are feeling depressed or need anything, make sure you talk to someone, call someone. There are people that want you here. So just 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 try to put your put your voice out and, and check on your mental health, everybody. But yeah, prayers to prayers to both of those families. Um, moving on into the stories, we got Lord of the Rings TV series released a teaser. Was there anything to talk it was, about? So it I, was basically forged in fire. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. But it was all real too. Oh, really? Yeah, no, like that's what like they they did like a real forging, and that's what they filmed. And like they released that's the cool. they released the forging after. Yeah. Um, but what I learned after that was that it's gonna be called the Rings of Power. It's going to follow the stories of Middle Earth. Um, the, during the rise, its, of, yeah, it's going to be like pre-pre second fellowship. age, yeah, pre-pre fellowship. It's going to deal with things like the forging of the rings, the rise of Sauron, the epic tale of Numenor. I don't know if 
Lord of the Rings fans probably know. And the last alliance of the elves and man. So it's pretty much all the things they talked about in that leads Lord up of the to, Rings trilogy. Yeah. Look, I'm letting y'all know now, if this is successful, they're doing fellowship. Like there's no way they're no, doing no. you want to make a bet? You want to make uh, a bet? I don't think they're, I don't think they're gonna it would t- it's too close. That's like look, remaking Star Wars. Like, <laughs> look, I'm telling you, if this is successful, like I think it's about to be successful. People are going to want to know, like, their version of it. Maybe. Like, I could just... I mean, they could, could do a TV universe. That's what I'm saying. It. Like, that's, like, their version of every... Like, bro, we got Lethal Weapon. I don't think you can... I, I just don't think you can remake movies. Fair. Uh, uh, we, we get it all the time, Shooty. We get all these TV remakes of these show, of these movies. And I could just see... It's, it, but it has to be really successful unless Amazon is just like, you know what? We'll take our, th- we'll take this and be satisfied with it. But I'm just, there's no way that if this is successful, they don't tell more Lord of the well, Rings stories. I think stories. this is going to last a while. I mean, I mm-hmm. think this is going to last three, four seasons of just telling this part. You know, okay. How long Lord of the Rings stories are. Fair. We'll so see. This will, this will be something that I definitely keep my eye on because I'm, look, Orlando Bloom and all them boys was cool in the fellowship, but Amazon might do their own thing. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, that's not coming until late. So yeah. we have a lot of time to wait on that. Uh, Squid Game officially greenlit for season two. The Netflix co-CEO and chief content officer Ted Sorrento says the Squid Game universe has just begun. So React- we see even more. Look, if y'all want to call DC reactionary, I remember, I remember when Zack Snyder and all that DC universe going around, everybody's like, DC's reactionary. DC's reactionary. You want to talk about fucking reactionary? They're only doing this because this was successful. The creator, I remember the, the, the creator had no plans to make anything else. He just wanted to make this and now they're just squeezing money out of it. I don't know if it's going to be as good. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that when you say that the Netflix, or I'm sorry, the Sweet Game Universe has begun, like you're expecting like kind of what you're doing with Witcher where you got like an animated series and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh you can't gosh. do more than just like the show for this. Well, like, Squid, there's no universe. And you can't bring it to America. I'm sorry. Squid Game does not work. It's not like Parasite where I could understand the, like Squid Game is so tied to the social, social economical culture and just the way the life is in Korea that I don't know if it works in America. It's not like Parasite where Parasite, there's, you could, you could do a parasite, a class system type thing, which we talked about multiple times. This, I don't know if this is working. You'd have to make, you, you'd have to change it. You can make it like social media style shit where like people are trying to get clout off of it and like make the game like for clout. But like there's different things that matter in America that are problems. I don't know. I mean, I think you could do it. I, I, Cause I definitely think you could do it outside of Korea and other countries. Fair. India. You do Fair. It. You know, all sorts of different other places. I think it'd be interesting to see that, and like that would be the universe together of the uh, that group that came and watched them. The underground, because like they, they were from all different places. So I'm wondering if like it rotates, mm, like the Squid Game is in different places each year. Fair, or like different places within the year. Like every year, there's a Squid Game in Korea. Every year, there's a Squid Game in this. Like, and it's at different time frames. They all rotate. Okay. Well, the, I, I I accept that pitch, but like as of now, with me not knowing anything, I'm a thumbs down on Squid Game Universe. But I mean, for me, when it comes to season two of Squid Game, I feel like you got to keep it within the core story that you have. Um, and you know, I don't think this is like White Lotus. I don't think you can just like 
pick anthology. up and do different things. Yeah, no. Like this is the story. Like we're following this dude. That's why I'm worried. Love him or hate him. Yeah. He's problematic, but we're following him. That's a fact. Um, but next story, we got a live action adaptation, the animated classic, and one of my favorite Disney films, The Aristocats. Is an early development at Disney. Peter Rabbit director Will Gluck and onward writer Keith Bunnan are set to pen the script. Gluck is known for directing and writing Fired Up, Friends with Benefits, Great movie. Annie, Peter Rabbit. Um, and he also directed Easy A. Nice. Another uh, Bunnan, who penned Onward, also wrote for seven episodes of the HBO drama In Treatment with Uzo Aduba. Never saw that, but cool. Uh, look, good things about it. I like the Aristocrats, one of my favorite Disney animated movies, but I don't know if I need a live no. action version of the Aristocats. It works because it's animated cats. I don't want to watch real <laughs> cats doing this. Like, what is wrong with them? Like, how am I going to believe Thomas O'Malley singing, everybody wants to be a cat, and they're doing that? Like, we, we tried season ca- singing cats once and it didn't work. The Lion, the ex- bro, if the Lion King doesn't work, Aristocats is not working. I'm talking about cats. Oh. <laughs> we tried singing cats once, it didn't work. The Lion King didn't work, so like, let's call it what you want if the lion king doesn't work aristocats isn't working lady yeah, and the tramp I'm, didn't work either my, my thing you know you say thomas and my thing i was like are you you're gonna tell me that they're gonna walk into this like cat jazz club and we're gonna see some cats out here playing the cello that's what and, i'm talking you know, about everybody wants to be the cat and they're playing in the thing and like the house is coming down that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's the that I'm thinking I'm talking exactly what you want. That's the but see, I wasn't talking about the first time Thomas O'Malley sings. I'm talking about that when he's telling okay. everybody wants to be a cat. That's huge, man. Like that's gonna be a big thing. And I'm gonna believe Edgar's gonna be chasing around these fucking animals. Get out well, of and, here, and, bro. And to be honest, that movie has some problematic things in it. It's got a drunk goose. <laughs> I don't know how, how they want to play that at Disney. And Edgar date rapes all the cats. <laughs> he roofies their milk. Are we he gonna show He does roofie the milk. <laughs> so <laughs> that's funny. I don't know. I don't know if this was the move. <laughs> I don't know if this is the move either. This is like making an Oliver and Company live action. It just doesn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't fucking work. It's like, Are we going to France too? This is in France. <laughs> yeah, we go to France, yeah. Are we seeing the Eiffel Tower? Because I Edgar drives right by it when he's going dump them in the in the countryside. Now, the one thing that Disney better not tell me is that they're gonna put this in theaters. Like this is Disney Plus. Yeah, this sounds like this sounds like uh, Lady in the Tramp Disney Plus or yes, like sounds trash. Like Like, this is not ruining the ruining the classics. Like John Favreau struck gold with Jungle Book. None of these CGI animal things have struck gold since. Yeah, Jungle Book was pretty good. Jungle Book was the best one. Um. But anyway, Parasite, Oscar winner Bong Joon-ho has found his next film. Lyndon, this might excite you a little bit. Oh, I already know what you, I know what it is. Will write and direct an untitled sci-fi movie for Warner Brothers with actor Robert Pattinson in Talks to Star. That's how you Uh, know. The project project will be based on Mickey Seven, a forthcoming novel from Edward, uh, from author Edward Ashton. Mickey Seven centers on Mickey Seven, a man on an expedition to colonize the ice world at Nilfhane. This expendable employee takes jobs too risky for anyone else, and when he dies, he regenerates as a clone with most of his memories intact. When Mickey Seven is presumed dead, he returns to his mission's base only to see that a new clone, Mickey Eight, has taken his place. This sounds right up Pattinson's alley. 
Pattinson says Bong Joon-ho looks like one of the best directors out. Pattinson's doing what Lyndon calls the textbook play. Love Pattinson's agent. Working with big directors. I'm doing a blockbuster. I'm in this Batman trilogy. But my one for you, one for me. The one for me is going to be with a big director like Bong Joon-ho. I want to see Robert Pattinson work with Scorsese. I want to see him work with Tarantino. Let's get him in a Villeneuve. I'm into it, man. My dude's worked with Nolan. Now he's working with Bong Joon-ho. Let's keep it going. I told Curse this weekend, Schubert, this is a great time. Robert Pattinson is a great actor for people like us because you want to know why? We can take our women on dates to see Robert Pattinson movies. You want to know why? Because we love the Batman, but they love Twilight and Edward Cullen. So it just works. All, uh, me and my girlfriend has watched all Robert Pattinson movies. And Cedric she did not care about the king. She, like, what, what the fuck is the king? But she watched it because he was in it. We watched Good Time. We watched The Lighthouse. Like, I could never get cursed to watch some of these movies. But because he's in it, we watched it. She watched Tenet with me. Like, we're doing yeah. it. Robert Pattinson is that guy. I'm, I watch all he's his movies. Bridge. I'm he's in. The bridge. We get to get our girlfriends into look DC and all that. John David Washington is my is my favorite actor in Hollywood right now. He it's to me the best actors Robert Pattinson and John David. We we called it when we did our actor list. Didn't have Daniel Kaluuya on the list. I think he's pushing John David right now. John David got to do something new. But Robert Pattinson is killing it for white guys. Adam Driver needs to get back on the back on the horse. Yeah, uh, I saw a pretty interesting story this week where Jamie Dornan. And who uh, was in Fifty Shades of Grey, the main character. Oh, yeah, he used to live he, with him. He used to live in a, in a house with it was some other Garfield, cool people. Yeah. Robert Pattinson, Charlie Cox, and Eddie Redmayne. Nice. Nice. Talk about a... Early in their careers. Talk about a star-studded, like, house living in. Poor Jamie Dornan, like, living with Garfield and Pattinson. And then Charlie Cox blew up a little bit Redmayne. later. Oh, yeah, like... Yeah, man. oh, that has to suck for you if you're Jamie Dornan and Cox. Like, think if you're Charlie Cox, like even Jamie Dornan, he got Fifty Shades of Grey. If you're Charlie Cox, you're seeing like all these people do that you used to live with, kill it, get all these roles, but then you strike gold with Daredevil. That's hard. Yeah. It's what? gonna it's gonna work out for him. It's not gonna work out for Jamie Dornan. <laughs> no, he's gonna he's, do it too hot. He's had some bad. I can't remember the last thing Jamie Dornan Dornan's been in. Me neither. He needs to do a superhero movie to like right raise his stock. He can get in the DC somewhere. I can see him fitting in. He'd be a villain or something. Yeah, he could be a good villain, or he could be Green Lantern. Yeah, let him be Two Face. Oh, I'm holding out I don't hope. Know if he's that good. I'm yeah, I'm holding out hope for a better actor for Two Face. I'm holding out hope for John David. Yeah, that's a good point. Reverse tenant. Um, but the next story we got is Anthony Mackie. He's set to feature his directorial debut with the movie Spark. Uh, the drama will star Sanaya Sin- Sidney. Girl from King Richard. Gonna play Cla- yeah, who's going to play Claudette Colvin. Like you said, Lennon, she played Venus Williams mm-hmm. uh, in King Richard. Uh, but Claudette Colvin is an unsung hero of the civil rights era. When she was 15 years old, she bravely stood up to racism, getting arrested after refusing to give up her seat on the crowded, segregated bus in Montgomery, Alabama. This was nine months before Rosa Parks became the symbol of the civil rights era for doing essentially the same thing in the same town that's Um, why if everybody if you remember in barbershop the classic ice cube movie when cedric the entertainer goes there's certain things that black people don't accept and at the end of him he's like rosa parks didn't do shit but sit her ass on that bus if anybody remembers that classic scene it's because of this yeah yeah and uh, i've read it some more information about it and the whole deal was that the reason that she didn't become the face of civil rights 
was because they thought she was too hood. Crazy. And they were like, we can't get, we can't have her be, we want the sweet old lady to be our. Also, also, I'm sure there was some colorism in it because I know she was a lot darker as well. I did hear that too. Yeah. So I know there was a lot of. So I think it's great that Anthony Mackie's picking this up and, you know, getting a young rising actress to do this movie. It could be really good. Don't know where it'll end up. I could see this being like Amazon Prime. Yeah. Maybe even Apple if it's good enough. Maybe even Apple. Because uh, Anthony Mackie does some Apple stuff. But, you know, this could be a, a really big step in his career if he can... Pull, and you know, hers. A good, yeah, a good uh, movie as a director. Yeah. See Anthony Mackie do a lot more. He could, be, he could direct his own Captain America movie. Possible, if he does a good job, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but another director we really like is Alex Garland. Who did do Ex we? Machina with... Well, we like Ex Machina. Yeah, we do like Ex Machina. And uh, he's reteaming with the A24, who you did Ex Machina with, for Civil War, an action epic that has Kirsten Dunst set to star alongside Wagner Mora from Narcos, Stephen McKinley Henderson from Dune, and Kaylee Spaney from Mayor of Easttown. Uh, Garland will direct a film that's set in near future America from his original screenplay. Details as far as the plot are being kept under wraps. Okay, nice. This sounds interesting. It's like the future war type shit. Okay, I'm interested in this. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's good. But, you know, A24. Kirsten Dunst, man, getting back in the spotlight. Power dog. Like, she's like, she's like, okay, if I see Toby getting roles, I'm getting me some roles now, man. Exactly. She needs to up up herself so they can get their Spider-Man 4. Mm, they're not getting old, Spider-Man, old man before, Spider-Man, but they're definitely doing. They're definitely giving Andrew Garfield a Spider-Man movie. He gets whatever he wants. Yeah, you think they're gonna do it with uh, Spider Gwen coming in? To, to no, I think they're gonna give it with him in like whatever him Morbius. I think Venom's gonna like. He's about to get whatever he wants. I, I think that he and Venom are meeting up. That's what I think is gonna happen. I agree. I agree. They're gonna they're gonna have Tom Hardy fight somebody. Might as well be yeah, Andrew I Garfield. I could but be- see that's the thing. I could believe Andrew Garfield's fighting Tom Hardy. Yeah, I believe that too. I think that their universes feel similar too. Mm-hmm. That makes sense because obviously they're from the same one. So yep. Oh, but, uh, so the next story we got is MGM and Amazon have struck big deals for the rights of the upcoming Jake Gyllenhaal Guy Ritchie untitled Afghan War movie. In the fifty-five million dollar budgeted action thriller, Gyllenhaal will play Sergeant John Kinley, who is the last. He was on his last tour of duty in Afghanistan when he, he is teamed with local interpreter Ahmed to survey the region. When their unit is ambushed on patrol, Kinley and Ahmed are the only survivors. And with enemy combatants in pursuit, Ahmed risks his life to carry an injured Kinley across miles of grueling terrain to safety. Back on U.S. soil, Kinley learns that Ahmed and his family were not given passage to America as promised. Determined to protect his friend and repay his debt, Kinley returns to the war zone to retrieve Ahmed and his family before local militias reach them first. You know who I could see playing Ahmed? Old dude from uh, Tenant, and uh, he's from Don't Look Up. He's the guy in Tenant who does the airplane, and on Don't Look Up, he is um, Jennifer Lawrence's first boyfriend. Oh, yeah. That guy kills. I could see that. So, but good for Jake Gyllenhaal. You know we're big Guy Ritchie fans. Speaking of the new Jason Statham Guy Ritchie movie is about to come out. No, we got to watch that. But I, I, you've gotten me on board to watch everything Guy Ritchie now. So, like, when this comes, I'm gonna watch it because I'm a Guy Ritchie fan, and I'm a Jake Gyllenhaal stan. Yeah, I mean, I think this could be a really 
good, good for like both that. of them. Because yeah. I don't think ambulance is going to be good. I'm just that's no ambulance looks like a mess. I'm I'm more sad for Yaya and for real because uh, Yaya's gonna have two busts back to back. And the Matrix wasn't supposed to be a bust for him. Yeah, trash. Hopefully Aquaman can save him, or he's gonna have three busts in a year. Let's just do another watch. <laughs> So the next story is kind of a weird one. Daniel Radcliffe is set to star as a Grammy-winning musician, Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al Yankovic said that this would make Daniel Radcliffe, this will change Daniel Radcliffe's entire career. And he said this is going to be one of his biggest roles, like bigger than Harry Potter. Weird Al Yankovic tweeted that. That's wild. He's wild on this. He's been (laughs) like all about this because he's, you know, producing it. He's co-writing the film script. Um, But this is going to be a Ruku original movie weird the al yankovic story uh, the film is roku's first original biopic and will be available to stream exclusively on the roku channel so if you don't have a roku you can't watch this um the project is going to be produced by funnier die and tango like i said yankovic co-wrote the film script with erica pell who is set to direct the project uh the story synopsis from roku reads the biopic holds nothing back, exploring every facet of Yankovic's life from his meteoric rise to fame with early hits like Eat It and Like a Surgeon to his toward celebrity love affairs and famously deprived lifestyle. Weird, weird the Al Yankovic story takes audiences on a truly unbelievable journey through Yankovic's life and career from gifted child prodigy to the great musical legend of all time. Mm, okay now uh, look i think this could be big for daniel radcliffe dude needs something big to get back on the swing of things now i don't know much about weird al yankovic's life but it better yeah. be wild yeah it better be interesting for him to for him to say all this and to give him a movie like we, we better be saying like we better be backing this up like this sort of, you know it's like when that movie with mgk about Motley Crue came out. I was like, okay, well, I don't know anything about Motley Crue. Like, this is gonna be badass, and then it was because like Motley Crue had badass life. Yeah, true. But I don't know if Weird, weird Al Yankovic's life badass. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. That's the thing. It's like, mm, yeah, I don't like. He, they said, okay, look. They said when Weird Al first sat me down against my will and told me his life story, I didn't believe any of it, but I knew I had to make a movie about it. That's what the person who made it said. Um, well, well, Al Yankovic also said when my last movie, Oof, came out in 1989, I made a solemn vow to my fans that I will release a major motion picture every 33 years, like Cockwork. I'm happy to say we're on schedule, and then I'm happy to announce that Daniel Radcliffe will be portraying me in the films. I have no doubt whatsoever that this is the role future generations will remember him for. That's what he said. I knew it was more preposterous than what I said. He said, This is the role people are going to remember him for over Harry Potter. What are you talking about, Weird Al? This dude's wild. <laughs> you know, side, side note, did you know in Teen Titans Go, he played Darkseid? I did not know that. Wait, no, no, I did know that. I did. When you hear his voice, when you hear the Darkseid voice, you do know that. Yes, yes, I, I did. Because it's, it's, it's very funny. It's not deep at all. That's, that's funny. I didn't yeah. Know that. Never so got to that part in Daniel, Daniel, Weird Al Yankovic, more iconic for Daniel Radcliffe than Harry Potter. We will have to wait and see, buddy. We'll see. <laughs> Unless it's going to be so bad that he's this is what he's remembered for. Maybe. <laughs> 
so, I, I just I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, so a live action Godzilla spin-off TV series is coming to Apple TV. According to Apple's description, the untitled series appears to take place after the events of 2014's Godzilla, which kicked off the current iteration of the Legendary's MonsterVerse. Following the thunderous battle between Godzilla and the Titans that leveled San Francisco and a shocking new reality that monsters are real, the series explores one family's journey to uncover its buried secrets and a legacy linking them to the secret organization known as Monarch. Stop saying you're making a fucking Godzilla movie or TV show, but making it about fucking humans. Like, why? I see. I didn't even know that last part. I thought this was actually gonna be about Godzilla. My questions were like, well, damn, how's this about Godzilla? But it's between King of Monsters exactly. in, the, in the first one. But now that you say it's about a family, it makes fucking sense. Who gives a fuck? That's the worst part of Godzilla is the fucking humans. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is trash. Who are they going to go get? O'Shea Jackson and Millie Bobby Brown? What else are they doing? Uh, trash. Trash. But yeah, I, I think it's going to be really stupid. That's why I was this low on uh, in the show. Because like I can't believe this is real. About the fucking anyway. humans. Like uh, We probably won't even see Godzilla. Or they're going to use old footage. I don't know. We'll, we'll see you know, drawings of him. <laughs> sketches. sketches. <laughs> I bet you they're gonna have the sketches to make uh Mecha Godzilla too, but that's two movies away. Yeah, probably that, we'll see that's this. probably what it's gonna be about. It's probably gonna be about Monarch and all the shit of them getting ready for King Godzilla versus King Kong. Probably. That's oh, that's ass. Yeah. Well, uh next up we got a show that we already like and we've talked about a few times already. The second season of Mike White's the White Lotus will be filmed in Sicily officially. Uh, they've already closed out the four seasons in Sicily until April and while they're filming. Uh, season two of the Dark Comedy will star Michael Imperioli, which Let's we haven't go. mentioned before. Um, oh, I didn't know Aubrey that. Plaza. We have mentioned yeah. that? I thought we just mentioned no, Aubrey Plaza. We, no, we haven't. I was saying oh, like, okay. we mentioned Aubrey Plaza. We haven't mentioned Michael Imperioli, but he's been named for a while. Yeah, I'm hyped for that. That's fucking, for those who don't know that, that's uh, my man from uh sopranos sopranos yeah his uh yeah. how am i blanking on his name i think his name is chris i don't know you know i don't hold on um, nah, they go they go take my my card away yeah it is chris chris Moltisanti. oh huh, i was about to say <laughs> don't take my card away but yeah i'm excited for so that michael pillioli is great we got him we got aubrey plaza and recently announced cast members f murray abraham tom hollander not tom holland and uh Adam DeMarco, Haley Lou Richardson. And I like Haley Lou. Coolidge will return. I do like Haley Lou. So. That's the only person I know out of the names you just said. Yeah, same. So solid. Um, but we're excited for that. Now we know where it's going to be set. Um, so this PBS's longtime animated series, one that I grew up with when I was a kid, Arthur, set to conclude in its 25th Damn. and final season with four new episodes that culminate in a flash forward revealing grown-up versions of the series' beloved characters. The four episodes will air as part of the 25th anniversary Arthur Marathon, which will feature more than 250 episodes and movie specials from across the series' run. The marathon will air on PBS Kids and live stream on PBS Kids' YouTube channel from February 16th through the 21st. The four new episodes will air on PBS stations and stream for free on CBS Kids, on February 21st, concluding in the show's 25-year run. Damn, R.I.P. to Arthur. 
damn, that's crazy. Who would have known? And then they're going to do an all grown up thing. I got to see. Uh, I'll probably wait for the Twitter clips of like what they did to Arthur and did they fuck up his yeah. haircut? Like all that shit. Like they do to Naruto and all the. He looks like his dad. <laughs> be like South Park. That's funny. Well, good for them. Crazy. I'm, I, I, I might catch this. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm like I said, I, like I definitely watched a lot of Arthur. I want to know what they look like all grown up for sure. Same. Uh, so Wallace and Gromit, another blast from the past. They're returning for its own Netflix film, but not a lot of information about that. But we do have information about another classic film from that same universe. You could say is Chicken Run. Chicken Run is getting a Netflix sequel. The sequel, Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget, follows Ginger, who, having pulled off a death-defying escape from Tweety's farm, has set up a peaceful island sanctuary for the whole flock, far from the dangers of the human world. When she and Rocky hatch a little girl named Molly, Ginger's happy ending seems complete. But back on the mainland, the whole of chicken kind faces a new and terrible threat. The cast includes Tammy Newton, who's going to play Ginger, and Zach Levi, who's going to play Rocky. Mmm... Look, I was never a big Chicken Little fan, and I was never chicken a big run. Chicken Run fan. I did like the Chicken Little Disney movie, but I'm, I was never a big Chicken Run fan. I'm scared of birds, as you know. Never a big fan of uh, Wallace and Gromit. I don't like the, the claymation. I'm going to just keep it a bean. I don't like claymation. It kind of freaks me out. <laughs> it, just, well, it just looks weird. I feel like there was an era for it, and I just feel like that era is past. <laughs> yeah, so, like, way just, past. <laughs> so like, I just don't really understand like the point. But hey, it's Netflix, so and it's a, and, it. and it it look that is Oscar bait just for the fact of how hard it is to film. That's true. That's you know, they have been getting recognized for awards. They yeah. win everything because it's bro. It's literally I'm a move a figure film, move a piece film, and not a piece, move a, a arm or a leg film, move another arm or a leg. Like that's tedious shit. Kind of like switch out eyeballs. Yeah, like I respect stop motion. I don't like how Wallace and Gromit looks, but I respect it. So like if Netflix wants Oscars, then good for them because this might get it for them. Um, and then the last bit we have is two um, movie dates. So Knives Out 2, we know is going to drop late 2022. My Something guess is Christmas. That. That's my, my guess is Christmas. I can see Christmas. I can also see like Thanksgiving. Remember Wimbo? Yeah. November window, yeah, like not Thanksgiving week, but like the week before or something like that, or the week after. Well, no, no, it, oh. they would want it out for Thanksgiving for people to watch. So yeah, probably yeah. the week before, if not the week of. And um, and then Mission Impossible is pushing back both of its movies. Mia Seven will now open July fourteenth of twenty twenty three, um, pushing it off its September twenty twenty two date. And uh, Mission Impossible Eight, which was supposed to open June of 2024 or no it will now open in june of 2024 but it was supposed to be in july of 2023 i hope this ends ethan hunt's story because if they try to film another one after this i swear to you tom cruise will be too old like what are they doing like put these movies out like i get you're trying to get the most box office and you see that movie that movies that are only selling money right now are big superhero films but you got to give it a shot put this shit out like like in this new pandemic where we don't know if it'll ever be normal. So will Tom Cruise ever get his box office that he used to get? Probably not, but like, at least give it a shot. Yeah. I think they should just do it. I mean, he's not getting any younger. I mean, it's probably why they have to push it back. Cause he wants it probably in theaters to try to make that money. He probably keeps breaking his damn leg. <laughs> no, it's done. I think they filmed them. I think they filmed both of them. I, I think, no. I think they filmed seven. 
I think they may have filmed seven, but they have not filmed eight. I thought that's when he was screaming at people for not wearing masks. I thought that was seven. But didn't they say they were filming them back to back? No, I don't remember. I Man, thought that. I, I, I might be wrong, but, you know, if they are, then they should just put this shit out. Yeah, I agree. I mean, what are you waiting for at this point? Give, give that, Tom Cruise points on the streaming shit. But that concludes the news. All right, let's get to the segment of the show where we suggest one movie or TV show or multiple that we've been watching or that has just come out that we think you should check out called Movie on the Rise. And I really don't know what I have this week. Neither do I. (laughs) What's coming out? I don't know. I don't think anything fire is coming out this week. Let's see. New to Netflix. (laughs) Actually, I do think there's something good on Netflix this week. Oh, you, you sure? You got you got something new? Okay, let's I think see. I remember seeing it, and I was like, oh, I guess I'll have to wait till next week to say that. Um, Let's see. What is this? This is the week of the 20th, 24th? Um, yeah, I'm oh not God. seeing... Nothing in theaters. Nothing really on uh, Netflix, really. The woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window? Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, that's probably the only one. That's worth it. Okay, oh, and, oh, and, oh, and Ozark season, one, season four, part one is out now. Yeah, it's already out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Anything new coming to HBO Max? You watch Too Hot to Handle. Yeah, true. True, 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 true. Or you can watch Abbott Elementary or all these new shows to uh to uh Hulu. Archive 81, if you haven't watched it yet. Yeah, true. Peacemaker, if you haven't watched it yet. <laughs> no, if you haven't, then don't listen to the end of this podcast. Yeah, you probably shouldn't because we're, defi- we're definitely going to spoil. Um, reminisce. What's that? A movie? Oh, uh, I guess that's a movie. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't the know. Hugh Jackman. I I thought that's been on HBO. HBO says reminisce yeah, is dropping on the. Well, they say reminisce dropping on uh, uh January 29th, whatever that is. Well, you know what just dropped on HBO Max for people who haven't seen it yet. Nobody, if you haven't seen that, you should. Oh yeah, right? that's a good movie on HBO Max. You're right. Nobody is on there. Sure. I'm glad I, I'm well, I'm glad I already saw it, but I wish I'd have waited till it was free. There's a, there's a period show that's going to be on uh, HBO Max, The Gilded Age. Mm. So I mean, it's a new HBO Max series. OK, OK. I'm trying to see if there's anything new to Hulu. Um, Nah, man. Grownish premieres this week. Um, Promised Land premieres this week. That's an ABC show. Other than that, that's pretty much... Oh, Monarch premieres. Wait, you know, isn't South Park this week? It might be. I think, so. I th- I think it is. Yeah, I think I it think, is. I think South Park is on, um, is on Wednesday. Let's see. New TV this week. I got you. Here we go. Um, Yeah, Gilded Age, like you said. Ozark. As We See It. Come in a prime video. Uh, that's out now. Oh, Snowpiercer's back this week. Uh, not this week, then the following. No, nah, January 24th. It's out. No, I'm saying uh, for South Park. Oh, okay. The After Party. That's the uh, when the high school. Oh, that comes out wrong. this week? Yeah, that's out this week on uh, oh, Apple that's TV. Fire. Okay, that's what I'm watching. That's my movie on the rise. <laughs> you got to, we're, we're already connected. <laughs> so you didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> Uh, that's mine. We gotta watch that. <laughs> is that, that going to be good? Yeah, this guy was like Tiffany Haddish is going to be oh, the yeah, detective, and yeah, they got all those yeah, comedians. You're right. You're right. Yeah. That is yeah. All right. That that's like is Knives Out, but comedians. 
Uh, okay, that's a great cast. Yes, yeah, Tiffany Haddish, Sam Richardson, Dave Franco, Alana Glazer, Ike Bernholtz. Okay, yeah, great, great. Okay, I think the dude to play Sonic's in that too. Oh my, John, John, John Raphael, our guy. Okay, well then, yeah, that's all the fun stuff dropping this week. Um, let's see if they're real quick. I got the TV network network television, even though I don't care about that. Did you see that there's FBI, FBI International, and FBI Homeland? What the fuck is going on on network television with Fox? I was, well, I saw also that, like, um, several NCISs, which is NCIS Hawaii. I, bro, only, when that came on after the game, only I turned. Navy. Weird. I'm like, I'm like, how many crimes can there be in the Navy? And if there are this many crimes in the Navy, then that's we need problem. to stop. Yeah, we need to stop the Navy. Exactly. <laughs> that's the case. <laughs> okay. no, was, I did see a thing this week where Criminal Minds was the top stream show in 2021 and so for that Paramount is now considering bringing it know, back bringing it back to do a mini series and which could set up maybe a new group that's what I'm assuming they're going to do nice I'm down for that also for people out there Billions premiered this week and uh, American Dad season 17 premieres this week so that's all the stuff if you want to watch. Really, you should probably yeah, just never TV is gonna be a little rough in the next coming weeks because we got not this week, but the following week is the Winter Olympics. Mm. So NBC is gonna be pretty much shut down for a month. Mm. So y'all should probably just watch Peacemaker and just come on, come on board with us because there's not really much out right now. That is Boba. Peacemaker and Euphoria. Oh, and Boba. So let's talk about Boba. Tell the people how you feel about it, because I, I'm not gonna lie. I watched part of this episode. I fell asleep, so I was just gonna let you just just run this one, and I'm I'd sorry. be back next week. I mean, it may not be for everybody, but <laughs> I, I think it's fine. I mean, I think you know, I don't find anything wrong with the characterization that they've given Boba Fett. I think that you know this episode was pretty cool with like him and you know we see his how things happened in the Mandalorian when we saw him walk up on Fennec and how he didn't mess it up. Formed. No. Oh, because pe- people were talking I've, about how yeah, it may mess up some exactly Mandalorian stuff. Like okay. He, I don't see how. I mean, like, you know, we know that he left here for dead. That was in season one. So, like, there's a lot of time before we see them again in season two. And so, like, he and Fennec pretty much for, like, say, a month are out there doing a bunch of stuff. Like, he you know, takes out all the people that killed the sand people after he gets his ship. Like, that was the big heist deals. They had to go in Jabba's palace and get the ship. Uh, I thought that, you know, that worked out pretty well. It made sense to me. The only thing that I would agree with with the vast majority that kind of didn't make sense is when he went back to the Sarlacc pit to look for his armor. It's like, oh, that's what it was. You wouldn't have made it out if you didn't have the armor on. So it's not in there. Yeah, facts. True. It's like, did you not remember those dudes take it off you? And didn't Black Chrysanthemum, like something happened with him this week? Didn't he kill somebody? Oh, that was badass. He was, he like, you know, got into a bar brawl or whatever. And then like the lady at the bar was like, come on, you don't have to be like this. And we already know you're one of the greatest warriors in the galaxy. Like, you know, we'll pay off your bar tab. You don't have to do this. And then he's just like. Oh, and killed her? Neck. Damn. No, just cracks the neck of the person that he was oh, fighting. Okay. He's like, he's like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck nice. you and your money. And nice. Then, and I feel like he and Bubba are going to team up here pretty soon. Okay. And then you he's, think- he's about to go to war. It's like, it's, it's gangs. Like, that's the whole thing. It's just like, not everything in Star Wars has to be about the, the overarching world. Yeah. This is gang turf stuff. Like, this yeah. Is, this is all about the turf. The pikes are co- encroaching on the turf. He, wa- he wants to get with all the people of the territories and be like, hey, you know, 
you be with me. Or if you're not going to be with me, at least don't be with them. Okay. All right. Look, I haven't been as invested in Boba so far. I'm getting invested now because of how you're describing it to me. At first, I was like, this is cool. But like, you're right. This is gang. Yeah, he has this whole scene where he's like with all the different uh, leaders of these different sectors of the city. He's like, you know, I, I will give you this and this and, you know, I would rule with respect. And they're like, yeah, the thing is, man, it's just we we don't really think that, you know, we want to team up with you to go fight in a war that we'll probably lose. And he's like, well, let me tell you, I'm going to win this war. And as long as you can tell me that you're not going to go with them, I'll still give you all that stuff. Spite. You know, like, I'm like, badass, dude. All right. That sounds pretty badass. You think the Mando's going to come help him in this war? No. I think that I think that's where the timeline would be off. Okay. But no, no, I think no, no, no. I think it, it's possible. It, it, he could. I don't really think that it would really serve his story. Or may, it might. That's the thing. Like, I, if they want to do that, do it. Do it, yeah. Whatever. Like, this is, you know, I'm done trying to dictate the Star Wars story. Like, <laughs> y'all, y'all got it now. You do what you want to do. Oh, you're in for the ride. I mean, like, you've given me, like, some little snippets of, like, you know, the Cobb van and Mandalorian and stuff like that. I don't know anything about Boba Fett's story in this iteration. Run with it. Do what you do. Like, I I can't, there's nothing I can back up here and it's like, you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong. This is your Boba Fett story. And I think Tamara Morrison is doing a great job in a role that he never knew that he was going to play. Yeah, true. All right, fair enough. All right, solid. Solid. I'm going to be caught up on Boba Fett next week. Well, well, I'll give you my full, full thoughts next week because I got I got I got I'm into I'm getting into it now. I was just watching. This episode is directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. So that's for Mandalorian fans. Mm, True. I liked her episode. You did. You did. Okay, so are we doing Peacemaker or Euphoria? Because I'm cool with either. Let's do Euphoria and then the Peacemaker. Finish with Peacemaker. Okay. Nate got his ass whooped. Oh, Fesco, Fesco beat his ass. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And then Rue with that dude doing drugs in that room and then taking Adderall to get her heart back going. Oh, I was like, ah. that was wild. I was like, you see, this is why people out there, you don't oh, mix drugs. You do one thing. Let's talk about episode two. Let's talk about both. Let's talk about both. Because like, oh, okay. I was like, I was like, wait, are we talking about the whole deal at school? I forgot that that was episode two. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen them both. I've seen them both. But okay. Um, yeah, that shit was wild. I was like, Rue, you fucking crazy. Because like not- I had just gotten off seeing like the special or whatever where she sits with her th- sponsor for hours. I'm talking about like, you don't need to do this. Clean. Like, this. You need to clean. But I think it was because then, like, of jewels. I think it was because it of jewels. Was. It was because of jewels. But I mean, like she, he was trying to get her off that yeah. anyway. And then like there was there's she and Jules talked but didn't talk a, a little bit over the summer, but then she was just like, fuck it. I'm just gonna like do you want to know a crazy theory? When we see Jules the first time this season, they play Biggie. When we see Rue in Fezco's car, what is she singing? Do you remember? Tupac. She's singing Tupac. And basically, they're saying that Rue and Jules are supposed to be Romeo and Juliet, but they're going to have this Biggie and not Biggie and Tupac type season this season. So it, it might not get pretty for them for a while. Well, we can tell in season two that it's about to get ugly. Yeah. Right, let's let's stay with season one real quick. Fezco and wait, Lex- no, this is season yeah. two. All of this stuff is season. Oh, I'm, two. I'm sorry, episode one. Okay, let's go yeah. back to episode one. I ship Fezco and Lexi. Like it? I like I it. Like I it. do. I like that they're bit in the in the first episode and then the people hating episode. on Cassie too much. Of course, she had to come and save his ass at the, yeah. at the gas station, even though From she did. Dad. But like, 
So he just got lucky that his ass didn't shoot him. But I mean, the dad got lucky that he didn't shoot because the little boy was his yeah, little brother. Uh, ashtray. Yeah. Ashtray is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, respect to Fesco and Ashtray. They grew up rough with Fesco's grandmother, man. Yeah, like Ashtray even more so. Like that's why I turned to Camille. I was like, you know, Fesco, you know, he's out here in these streets, but Ashtray's hard. Like, <laughs> Ashtray really in these streets. He's super. Ashtray is the one who's gotten him all in this problem anyway. He was the one who killed that dude. <laughs> oh like, shit! But like, hey, don't let Ashtray get a gun. Shout out to my man. I'm ready for him and Nate to fight. My man, Lil Meech. If you don't oh, know yeah. who, oh, you did see BM, BMF, did. yes, at least, at least the first episode because, like, that was the thing. Like, when he popped up, I hadn't seen the whole season, but like, when he popped up, I was like, shit, I've seen that dude before. Where have I seen him at? That's <laughs> little me. I was like, oh, shit, that's little me. <laughs> yeah, I fuck, was like, and, I fuck with it. I want him and to they're trying Nato. to hook up with uh, with old girl with Maddie. But hey, Maddie. Uh, look, I don't think Cassie's a whore, I just think Nate's a bad guy. I think Cassie's such a good girl. I, I, I like Sweeney, whatever her name is. I'm a fan Sweeney, of her. Sweeney. Yeah, you just got a crush on her, man, because she's problematic. <laughs> you think? Is she really problematic? <laughs> she's problematic, man. Like she does, she's got issues. Like she when she says that she needs to be working on herself, she does. Like, her, people, her character. People Cassie always talk about issues. on TikTok. They're like, "Who's your favorite girl from Euphoria? Is it Rue? Is it?" And I'm like, "Wait, first off, if anybody's saying Rue, y'all just like, that, that's, yeah, problematic. that's problematic. That's problematic." And then they're like, is it Maddie? Is it Lexi? Is it Cassie? I'm like, I think my favorite's Cassie. <laughs> Lexi would be is. my second Maude Apatow. That, that's fair. Yeah, I do like I do like Lexi. But I wouldn't give a Maddie. Maddie's problematic. No, Maddie's also problematic. Yes. <laughs> like Maddie's super problematic. Maddie is like crazy. Like she, she should not be talking to that man Nate as much as she is. No, she, she knows it's she, a problem. She gonna either get Lil Meech killed or she gonna get Nate killed. Somebody, somebody gonna get hurt from this situation. And also, why is our man from New Edition still hanging out with these people in college? Curse keeps bringing this up about him. He's in college. McKay, yeah. yeah. Why is McKay keep coming back to hang out with high schoolers? Yeah, I mean, he, granted, he he is like a freshman. So, like, I think when yeah. we were freshmen or whatever, we would hang out with, like, the kids that are right behind us. Yeah, and I did tell him. And, and it is New Year, so he is home. Isn't this holidays. his second year, though, out of school? No, no, this oh, is all this that is still, first year. This still, okay, okay. Yeah, cool. they just got to New Year's. Gotcha, 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 so, like, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, well, then it's okay, then, McKay. You're home for the hot, okay. It's not that bad, but it is still, yeah. yeah. It's Especially if he's not even dating Cassie anymore. It's getting close to where it's like, all right, McKay, after this, once them people, once Nate and them's crash graduates, I better not see you at Euphoria High no more. But, you know, Nate, after he got his butt whipped or whatever, like, then he's, you know, talking to Cassie, but still talking to, I'm like, Nate, why are you even talking to me? And then, and then Cassie's looking her. at books, trying to get pregnant, like about expecting mothers and shit. And then he's having his dream about her getting pregnant or whatever. And then like how she's the right the girl for him. Or whatever. Yeah. Weird. Fucking weird. Nate's weird, whole family. Nate's whole family sucks. And they're fucking weird. Like, it I hate wild, that. Man, I hate that McSteamy. Like, oh, yeah. He told his dad about seeing them, about him and Ju- about di- knowing about Jules. And then and then he doesn't have the tape. Yeah. Daddy's facts. got tape. Yeah. But he didn't yeah. tell it. He tell it that. Yeah, he did not. Because then they go kill Maddie. So, somebody died in this season. 
Yeah, but I mean, stuff is coming up. I'm ready to see the third episode. I haven't seen. Curse is watching it right now. I'm gonna have to go watch it on my own. She's like, you know, she was like, I don't care if you pod. You know, this is my show. I'll I'll watch it again. I was like, fair. It is your show. I've got I've got my girlfriend. We watched it on Tuesday this week. So for for all intents and purposes, for us, it comes out on Tuesday (laughs) because I'm I'm potting on Sunday. I got the Bachelor on Monday. Not in my house. On Tuesday, it comes out on Sunday, and I just have to rewatch it. But but if I watch Peacemaker alone, it'd be an issue. But Peacemaker's supposed to be my show. But I gotta wait to watch that. That's fucked up. I'm up on Wednesdays at three a.m. I should be able to watch it on Wednesdays at three a.m. And with that, I think we can transition to Peacemaker. I don't know much else we can say. Oh, I guess Rue and Jules or whatever they have. That's the Biggie and Tupac shit for sure. Yeah, because Rue's out here in this in these streets with this dude. Who's yeah, like, with the, the junkie. For her. She's just using him for drugs. And she's just using him for drugs. <laughs> she don't care about him. She don't. Like, Rue, Rue's a sick fuck, boy. <laughs> Fesco should have kept all of them. Fesco should have stopped selling to us like he did early in last season. Yes. I don't, like, I'm like, Fesco, you were enabling. Like, that, that whole first scene in that episode was wild with, like, them at that drug deal or whatever. Yeah. Like, you're going to get yourself killed. And I was like, Rue, what you doing? Take it. Like, I understand you're a girl in this is a shitty situation. I'd have just lifted my shit up and put it down real quick. I'd been like, look, bro, I don't have no wire on. That was clowning. But she did yeah. all of that. She provoked all of that. Yeah, I thought, yeah. And if she wasn't the main character, she was in that. Yeah, that was that was a lot. Best believe if that other junkie girl would have done that, she would have died. Okay, wait, they said one of those people in there was White Boy Rick. They said White Boy Rick was the dude with the long hair with no shirt. I was like, I don't know if that was White Boy Rick. The dude with the, the gun guy that took the starred in White Boy Rick. They said the they said so. the dude, not the main hint, not the main guy. Oh, drug the real dealer. the real the no, no, I real think life the, one? No, I think it's the dude who played in White Boy Rick. I don't know. All I know is they said somebody involved with White Boy Rick was in that episode. Yeah, I, I, I need to watch that movie again. That was so good. That could be that could be fun. Oh shit! You know what? It was. It was, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Rick Richie Merritt. Yeah. Okay, so he was White Boy Rick. Okay, TikTok yeah. wasn't lying to me. There you go. Yeah, that was definitely him. So, all right, is it time? Peacemaker episode four. Yeah. Did you watch the interest again? Because I did. No, I didn't. I had to. I had to. It was great. But man, uh, out of bio, straight mind fucking vigilante. I was like, out of bio, that's some Amanda Waller shit. You wrong for that, girl. And she didn't like it. That was skeezy. And then she shoots Judo Master? Huh? Out of bio, getting big, big secret agent points this week. I know, right? It was crazy. I couldn't believe that she did that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what else about this episode before we get to like straight vigilante? Did she stuff? do that on purpose? What? Because he was about to say something about the butterflies. That's a great question. I thought at first, at first, when I first watched it, I thought that. I thought it was an accident. I thought, no, 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 no. At first I was like, did she do that on purpose? But then I was like, is it an accident? But then when the show ended with what happened, the ending, I think it was an accident. I think it's supposed to seem as like at first, she did it on purpose because we because the thought process of going into that is like someone in that group is probably it like, is a butterfly. Yeah. And then I think I think they did that to make you suspect it's her. But the whole time it's leading up that Murs Murns the butterfly. I saw it coming the whole time. And my girlfriend was like, he looks stressed. And I was like, I don't know. He looking weird. He just sitting there <laughs> like, dude, looking like a butterfly. <laughs> 
dude knows way too much to be a butter to not be a butterfly. And, then, and doesn't want to tell Peacemaker. Like the whole time, is it's just like he's not telling him. He's like, come back later. He keeps giving excuses, and it's not telling people why to kill. Is he killing other butterflies so he can be in charge? Is he a butterfly that works for the American government, or is he just a? I don't that like I'm is just, all butterflies not made equal. Like like pretty much like is he like a subset of the butterflies that's like trying to take, take over while yeah. the other butterflies are like trying to keep things control. Yeah, interesting. There's so many ways they could take it. And then what's up with John Cena's butterfly that he has that he keeps getting he high? Served. Yeah, <laughs> I like really that Peacemaker smokes weed. I do. I really do. It fits his character. Also, Vigilante. My God, Man. star star of the episode. First off, the whole time I'm like, Vigilante's jacked. Like I didn't realize it until he was in the prison attire. But I was like, Yo, this Freddie Strostoma got jacked to play this. Like his arms was huge. But the line where he was like, Okay, so when he's doing the thing, when he gives the line about how. With white people music going back to being cousin fucker, I, I guess I was like, "Whoa, that's." A, I was like, "Whoa, you went there." I was there. like, "My girlfriend turned around. She was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, "What a what a bomb drop!" And I know I know those racist white dudes were sitting there like, "I know he didn't just say that." And then the when he when he was talking about how, oh yeah, you watched your mom get fucked by a bunch of black dudes. That's probably why you hate in the closet. I was like, "Whoa." Whoa, and then he beat his ass, beat his ass real good. And then White Dragon was like, wait, you fight too good. Who are you? <laughs> and then, like, I'm not going to fight you. And poor Vigilante comes out crying like, I think I fucked up worse. It made me feel for him, man, because he really just wants to help Peacemaker. He really cares about Peacemaker as a friend, but he was manipulated. Yeah, he was. He, he shouldn't have been in that situation at all. Also, I was wrong about peace about the dad being the original peacemaker. He does make the helmets for his son. His his dad's just white dragon, straight up. Yeah, straight up. He's out of the suit. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. But it we, just we, it was we just like about that space. We you know that got explained. An interdimensional space. I thought that was very interesting. I, I saw a theory that thinks the old man's Batmite. I could believe that. Maybe. Next door neighbor. Kind of looks yeah. like him. But if he's not I mean, yeah. interesting, and they also brought up Matter Eater Lad, and I thought it was hilarious that Peacemaker teamed up with Matter Eater Lad and he ate a whole Wendy's. That's fucking hilarious. I'm like, what? But I, I definitely think they're leading to Peacemaker. John Cena is going to be in the DC universe for a while. This show's too successful, yeah. it's too popular, and they're going to give James Gunn whatever he wants. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to have a bigger role in all this. Um, question is, is like, how big is Vigilante going to be in two? Is it going to be like, are they going to be a duo for now? I want to see Vigilante like in it. Yeah, I like, I like Freddie Strom. I do. I like Vigilante's character a lot. I like it more than the Arrow version of Adrian Chase. Very yeah. different versions of the characters. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like their dynamic together. Um, like you said, with when you were talking, speculating earlier on, I feel like Adebayo could end up being the leader of this group that, you know, the James Gunn's girlfriend or whatever is the, go yeah the rogue side yeah and, and then there's Amanda like and mm-hmm. Peacemaker do they get Black Adam different. are they gonna get Black are, are they gonna put the Rock and John Cena on a team together oh yeah are they gonna put are they are they gonna put the Rock versus John Cena I just don't because like thing is they can't battle each other like Peacemaker's getting his ass whooped easy even with them helmets. But now I could see them putting The Rock and John Cena on the team together to get their banter. Like, I know w, I know Vince McMahon is loving 
that these two are doing this right now because all he has to do is call them back to wrestling. It's going to be huge. Yeah, for sure. But I wonder if they love that John Cena smoking weed and fucking people on camera. (laughs) I always wonder that, man. Like when I'm seeing what John Cena's doing in these actions, I'm like, I wonder if his wrestling persona, like I wonder how WWE feels about all this. Granted, he does not have to go back. Dave Bautista says he's never going back. But like, John, I think John will go back. And it's just interesting to think. John was doing events this past This year, yeah. So it's just interesting, man. But uh, oh, oh, his backstory? Did his dad make him kill his brother? What you think? No, I'm what? thinking his his dad got his brother to go kill him, and then he, like, beat him and killed him. Mm, okay, side theory. Why his dad might be so upset at him and thinks he's a pussy. His brother went to fight someone, and his brother died fighting someone, and John didn't help. That's also possible. That's but, what, but like, Adebayo was like, and or not by Adebayo, the other woman, she was like, you had a hand in it. Like that's what she said. She was like, oh, "Probably no, let him die." Died, and like, you, yeah, you had a hand. You're right. But he did kill that other man. I'm interested in that. Like, who was that guy? Yeah, that guy might have been the dad of the little boy that killed his brother. Maybe possible. So we gonna see. But that man, Robert Patrick, that dude's Augie's just a fucked up individual. Like, yeah, talk about a bad guy. He's a bad guy. He's <laughs> probably gonna get out. And that's going to be another issue for Peacemaker and team. Yeah. And then he's going to see, oh, he's going to be mad at Peacemaker when he sees he raided the house. Yeah. I mean, he's going to get in the suit. And he's going to fight. Think he's going to wear the suit? Oh, man. He's going he's gonna to wear the, the, the King Racist suit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's set it up. I think that's happening. Yeah, you're right. That, <laughs> that's hilarious, man. The fact that we have this Peacemaker show is incredible. What do you think is going to happen with Judo Masters? Is he teaming up with him? Or you think he's going to live? Well, I, I still assume he teams up with them because of the intro credits. And there's still more episodes left. You checked his episodes. He's in a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that he's going to... It just depends on what he has to say. Like, that's why... Yeah. I'm, like, so what does he upset. mean about like, the butterflies? He, yeah. Because at first I was like, oh, he doesn't know anything about that they were butterflies, but he does. Like, Okay, see, that could, be, that could be the point where Murr is like or is he a butterfly that's why he didn't die when he got shot in the chest or like you said how there's different classes of butterfly like there's an evil one and there's a good one kind of like the reach yeah so i don't know and does this tie into blue beetle that's what i'm interested in as well that's a good question people said they might peace there's a rumor right now that peacemaker or someone from peacemaker makes an appearance in blue beetle as well the black adam one is like all but confirmed but the, the Blue Beetle one's Harker, still a rumor. Yeah, yeah Harker's confirmed uh, for Black Adam. I mean, the only other people they could do for Blue Beetle would be Adebayo. I mean, I can't imagine. The they, can, they, can make, they can make John Cena because they're going to put John Cena in something. Oh, I mean, like, maybe if it's Cena, yeah. yeah. But I'm talking about, like, of the team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, Economos or Adebayo, no. Harcourt is, like, Hardcore, you the only is, one that is the sense. yeah, the, she's the field agent. Like it makes a lot she of sense. She feels like uh, the lady from Marvel that's played by Colby Smulders. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. She does, and it's crazy that that's James Gunn's girlfriend. And people on Twitter are just wondering: Is James Gunn setting up his girlfriend to get smashed by John Cena? That's what people like. That's fucked up that people are in his mentions asking him that. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> But oh secretly in my house, I'm not tweeting this. I'm wondering the same thing. Like, is is Chris gonna fuck hardcore? Like, that's the thing I'm waiting for this whole season. Is it gonna not for real? 
Yeah, obviously not for real. I'm talking about the characters. Yeah, the characters are, yeah, for sure. You think so? I don't think she's going to cave. I don't think she's going to cave into Chris. I don't know. Peacemaker's kind of a fuck. What'd be really funny is if she like got real drunk and then slept with vigilante. <laughs> what if she sleeps with both of them like that Latino woman? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's just their thing. They're just the the, the double teamers. <laughs> yeah, that was a wild scene. I still can't. I still can't, <laughs> still can't believe they did that. But yeah, man, this is a, this has been a really good show so far. So you know, now we're up one week. We're one episode a week. So yeah, we'll, oh, it's it's such a it's through. such a it's such a grind. Yeah, no, ugh. But I'm loving it. I'm excited for episode four. And also, just to let people know. James Gunn does a watch party every Saturday night. So if you want to know James Gunn's thoughts on the episode, like little insider nuggets, I'm always on Twitter during that. And I try to, if not watch during then, at least see what he's saying. So if you want, you should try to watch Peacemaker before Saturday, because that's when James Gunn talks about it. And there's some good juicy nuggets. All right. Yeah. And they also have a podcast. Yeah. they do. I don't, I, is he doing that? Like I would listen to it if he was on it, but I don't think he's no, on I it. I think two of the other characters Oh, it's like some people that actually work on the show. I think it's like, might be, yeah. Who is it? It depends on who it is. I'm not going to listen to the podcast about Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Yeah, same, same. I I did listen to the Watchmen podcast, though, because, but that was Lindelof talking about it each week. Like I said, if it was James Gunn talking about it each week, I would listen because that's information that we could discuss. But if it's the actors, I'm not listening to the actors talk about it. And I'm definitely not listening to some people that DC hired to listen to it. No, definitely not. So. So, the watch party is good enough because, like I said, that's directly from James Gunn himself. Now, Euphoria does have podcasts or something like it, and they did have last week the person who plays Jules on the show. On nice. Was on that. So, like, that might be interesting to listen to. Maybe. I might have to check that out. But uh, Like, if they're putting, you know, different actors on it. So, yeah, true. Learn about their characters. That's a good point. I want, to, I want more about Fesco because I've re- reread his GQ article a few years when first season came out. He, he wasn't supposed to be in season two. Like, he came on Twitter and there was, like, a rumor that he wasn't supposed to, but, like, Drake, the producers, and him all wanted to come back. And so they brought him back and didn't kill him off, and they gave him a big role for this season. And my last thing about Euphoria before we get done is if that is the grassy. I'm in. What? Oh, euphoria. euphoria? But see, like, I don't want it to be as dial it, dial it back a little. You gotta dial it back because the grassy. But like, you, you gotta have real situations, but like, there's gotta be some wholesomeness to it. Like you know, dial back the drug use a little, but keep the violence. The, <laughs> the violence in relationships. Yeah, the relationship drama. You can even turn up like the dial the on the relationship d- drama. Yeah. Turn down the drug dial, turn up the relationship drama, the backstabby, make it a little more backstabby than drug addiction and and, and me killing niggas. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah. Yeah, well that wraps things up for this episode of Bros Who Binge. Let me let everyone know what's going on with the Bros Who Thing Network. Like I said in the beginning, make sure you check out the seven run it back. It's out now. By the time you guys hear this, the poll for the new uh, running back will be out. We're doing a Leo movie. Maybe we can get it in this week. If not, it'll be next week. Y'all check it out. We're going to put the poll out. Y'all make sure y'all vote on that. A new bros who think podcast dropping this week, new anime talk dropping this week. There's a one piece manga review. That'll be out by the time you guys hear this in the discord discussion. We'll be dropping on Wednesday. So a lot of stuff dropping this week. Y'all be sure to check that out. But until then, that's pretty much all I got. You can follow me on Lynn BWT and follow the bros. who think at bros who think. 
All right. Well, uh, you can catch me on Twitter, Instagram, HMR14, um, Letterbox, TikTok, Adam BWT. Uh, yeah, next week we're going to be talking more Boba, but more Peacemaker, more Euphoria. You know, we're in a pretty good spot right now. Um, and, you know, it might be well a little bit in late February, but then we'll get right back into it in March with a lot of great stuff, Moon Knight at the end. So we, we're already getting going on a pretty pretty cool year. Um, and, you know, when we piece together on a movie on the rise, that you're going to have After Party come out this week. I mean, there's going to be some mm-hmm. more stuff to come. So. Facts. Um, hope everyone out there checks us out next week and has a great week this week. So we're signing off here. And as always, keep binging.